0: to my podcast. on today's episode we are gonna be talking about the book Up from Slavery written by Booker T Watch Booker T. Washington, yes, Booker T. Washington. I apologize for that. Um so this book talks about you know the exper- the experience he and his family faced from the um from slavery towards the reconstruction era And also what he and his race as a whole, so the black community faced with racism, their encounters with racism and how they grew from that and how they changed and how they, you know, became stronger in their diversity. So the historical context of this book is, you know, it starts from slavery towards the Reconstruction era. talks a a little bit about the Ammonie. Emancipation Proclamation talks about the war It talks about um, segregation It talks about um, talks about a lot of things really It talks about education for African Americans talks about community wise It talks about leadership in communities It talks about f- lack of funding It talks about hate It talks about a lot of things like I said so It's a really good book And I advise you to guys to go read it um so this shapes the author's writing because it gives him credibility because booker t washington is not just a person that decided to write a book like decades after this event after doing this series of events he's a person it's like i said this i'm not sure if i said it but this book is a memoir of his life the events and sequences of his life the people involved that played off an important role in his life so it gives him credibility because he this book is a memoir of his life it's a biography it's an autobiography um yeah no not an autobiography it's a book written by him so it's uh it's both really um okay so to begin with this book represents the mentality of a lot of time periods, like it does. So we have the, like I said, the book talks about slavery and massification proclamation. But I'm gonna start with slavery first. He begins by mentioning um, how he and his uh, household slave owners, on- okay, I'm gonna say slave owners, unlike many other we see in history books, had a close connection. He although slavery he did mention a lot was an arduous work, I personally I don't believe his um penance of slavery was as um because according to his tone in the book and how he kind of words it, it wasn't as strict because he didn't get um he didn't get scolded a lot. He kind of had a closer connection. With his um, owners, because when he had to leave them, um, f- when he became free, really, it was touching because a lot of them were, you know, they you not want say they wanted, of course, to leave, but they have no idea how to do anything without their slave owners because they've lived with them for most of their lives. Um, that's hi- not just him, but his whole, the whole people involved, the whole um, black race involved in, in that household um so as a slave he was born a slave um, he started work at an, as an early age in a small cabin he didn't have a name people just started calling him booker um, and he didn't even know his name was her. Uh, but it was an interesting story for him he worked a lot and one of his most mentioned work was when he had to like walk a ton of miles to get sand sand yes bags of sand that was heavier than him because he was a young boy it's so like you know carrying these sands were like you know really tough for him and sometimes they would fall off the horse and he would just have to wait there and most of the time, waiting could, like, last hours until midnight. When he would come back, he would get scolded or even more feeding. So, next was the emancip- Emancipation Proclamation. When um, Lincoln announced the war, the Civil War, there was a lot of, like, you know, tension. And people were like, it was, like, basically good news around the streets. Slaves would be, you know, speaking about this in... Um, in whispers and gossips and from the news it would travel back to them so his mom he said he was really happy about this really and she was honestly hoping that she would she was praying really that she would be able to see the the generation where her and her children will be free from slavery and she did so it's some freedom or something they've all been wanting So regardless of how you put it, slavery upon slavery, is still slavery. Like he says too, every slave would have liked to be free. However, just because they were free, doesn't mean they had the resources to be free. You get what I'm saying? After, because due to the Emancipation Proclamation, when household owners had to say goodbye, I mean when slave owners had to say goodbye to their slaves, most of these slaves were left alone. They have never found it dependent from themselves. They had no money they were broke and were just told to leave you guys are free so now go be free basically without my help I mean those um, slave owners who were nice of course aided their slaves the ones they they've known for years because slaves had lived their whole life so you had in his household he had he mentioned he had like up to 70 years old to so infants so these infants who had closer connections of course asked for help. I mean not just infants, I mean this older generations of slaves, they asked for help. And his, um, his household, the slave owners, they helped their slaves. Um, not his family in particular, I don't believe so. But regardless of that, his family was left to fund for themselves, so they walked tons of miles to go meet their father. Who had secured a home in a tiny um, in a tiny um, community of black people which was really non-funded and it was really it was smaller than the cabin he was born as a slave but they had to fight, and they had to manage and they had to survive and this story was the same for most freed black slaves or even so not worse because most slaves had to go back to their Um, Slave owners and ask for help Or for a job And it was just so sad Because you free a people But then how do you expect them to survive If they don't have the resources to And most of the time Most slaves Most black people Actually During the time They couldn't earn the the equal amount of money To like even Live To even provide food Clothes. Houses. And we know. How redlining works. You know. Discrimination. Because we're Upon financial assets. And properties. Um. But. Let's move on from that. And because there's so much more. Interesting stuff. In this book. And. You know. It's a really great book to read. I really recommend it. So. Really quickly. Um. Slaves. Were like. They had like. At least. Two dollars. Three dollars. For like working 60 um 60 hours you guys get what the discrimination i'm talking about whereas the white person could get like 10 dollars also isn't it okay it's not cool because obviously the um money currency was like cool back then well a person was not it was not cool a person could get a house could be in debt of college actually for just 15 dollars I would like to be in debt for college for just $15, even though I'm not in college. But like, we do see this difference. And I think it's really important to like, um, signify that. Um, so something interesting I learned about this was how great, honestly, HBCUs are. If you don't know what an HBCU is, it's a historically black, uh, college university. I think that's what it is. So in this book, Booker T. Washington is honestly—he was so invested in getting an education, and of course, his mom supported him. You know, yes, period. Um, his mom supported him into getting this education. with her whole life, she just supported her kids and wanted the best for them. Food wise, education wise, clothing wise. So that's something I also wanna, you know. Give huge um, praise for how mothers, despite everything true, even in slavery, they just keep on helping and helping and helping, despite their current situations, they don't give up. So, and that's black mothers. Um, but yeah, so praise them. Happy Mother's Day. Um, so he got into Hampton University. Hampton University was one of the very first black funded college for black people also something really interesting that i didn't know until i read this book was that booker t washington and hampton university was one of the first universities to actually host indians i know did you know i did not know that because no other um, college accepted people of color he, something Booker mentions in his book is that white people have a way of raising just themselves, if not others. He, of course, phrased that in a better way than I just did, but it's a very significant, important thing to mention because it is true. They raise things up, but they're not raising anyone around them but just themselves. You know, but black people raised a people, different from who they were, upon their circumstances and conditions, they raised themselves together, and those are the accomplishments I'm talking about. Despite the prejudices, the setbacks, the hindrances, they were able to obtain far more greater than anything anyone could ever limit them to. They made new standards, despite the race, the segregation, the hate, the everything, also, another fun fact was that when Booker T. Washington was hosting the Indian Association, uh, he was because he was made a mentor slash teacher for these Indian people. Even when helping them as a teacher, he was still told, oh, you can't come into this place. I'm sorry. Or you can't come into a hotel, you, but the Indian person could. And he says, even though we had almost the same skin color, I really don't get how you make a distinction like that. So what really makes this book revolutionary is the fact that he, you know, uses little hints like this. And he's so subjective to it. Most history books are like, they talk distinctively about it. But Booker, he goes subversely, like, you know, slowly. He himself... Was trying he makes the readers try to understand his thought process and into how he felt about this whole you know new era of segregation, racism, he was like, okay, I see what you did. That was not fair. I'm gonna try to understand that. but history books are like more of a summarization of everything that happened. This is a key, key key detail like you know fact by fact check by check of how the experience for these people were. So Booker T. Washington is an inspiring, inspiring person that, you know, changed a lot of lives. She changed his life, his family's life, African American lives, the lives of Hampton, Tuskegee, and Indians. Indian Americans. Um, so yeah, I really I really, you guys should really go check this book out, and that will be all for today's episode, I hope you have an amazing day, peace out.